It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Cotton Club crew. It is week one. This is our first game preview of the year. This is also technically episode 13 of the Cotton Club crew's main show. But really, the, the news is that Texas Tech will be opening the season in Laramie against the Wyoming Cowboys. Texas Tech is a 14-point favorite in this game. We'll touch on that in a little bit. They're going to be playing in beautiful Laramie, the highest elevation stadium in the nation. And also, we talked to our expert the other day who says it's going to be in probably the mid-80s. It's going to be very pleasant for the fans, especially in the evening as the game goes on. Expect a sold-out environment. Expect a tough, old Wyoming football team that's going to try to take advantage of the fact that Tech may have a little bit of a look-ahead-itis with Oregon coming in the next week. But let's get into the game. How can Tech avoid the trap? What should you expect? And who's really going to win this game? And as important for Tech fans, if you're going to win, how are you going to win? We all want to see domination with this season, starting with so much hype and potential coming out of the offseason. So I'm going to open this one up first to Joe. Uh, and we're going to go to Jack, who's also with us after that. But Joe, you're up first. We talked to Ryan Thorborough of the Casper Star the other day. Um, he writes extensively about Wyoming, very experienced sports journalist. Um, he gave us a pretty great rundown of the team, but not everybody maybe has listened to that interview yet. So let's let's reiterate the key point of this offense. What do you expect out of Wyoming offensively? What is Tech going to see? Um, Tech's going to see a veteran offensive line a lot of inconsistency or not so much inconsistency, but just not a whole lot of um, playing actual meaningful football in the backfield. You have a running back who's coming off of an ACL injury, and then you have a Juco transfer who's coming in in the summer to get acclimated. He hasn't played meaningful football. By all accounts, this kid came from a KFC somewhere as they went and found him and now he's the starting running back due to an injury with the starting or the foreseen running back with the Wyoming Cowboys. Um, you do have some wide outs that can play that do have some speed, but you know, obviously Wyoming does make their money in the trenches. They'll, they're going to run the ball and run the ball and run the ball and then run the ball again. You know, it's just one of those deals. They don't have a huge, huge passing barrage. You know, if they do, get the run 
started, they will, you know, open up that play action. But once again, they, they hang their hat on the, on the offensive line and the running backs to, you know, make this offense go. So just expect a lot of running. Um, and if Tech, you know, is able to slow some of that stuff down, then um, I expect the, the Red Raiders to pull this one out. But as far as the, the Cowboys offense, like I said, they do return a lot of offensive linemen that do have meaningful game experience. I don't know if they've ever quite seen a defensive line that what Tech's going to bring out, but their offensive line is going to be their strong point. Their backfield is suspect. Just, just they haven't done much. And then the wide receivers are just, you know, essentially just out there for decoy by all accounts. Yeah, I, I think that Wyoming's, for, for Tech fans wondering, is this kind of a wide lineman situation? Not quite. Wyoming's biggest problem has been, uh, since Josh Allen's departed, I, I think Ryan said it best when we talked to him, they've struggled to find a quarterback who can throw and complete 60% of his passes. I think they'd like to open this offense up a bit more and just haven't been able to. Um, I if, if you didn't see some of the preseason media day comments made by the staff out there, it does definitely sound like Wyoming fans are getting a little bit tired of this. I mean, I'm going to be honest here. When these run-first offenses aren't working, they're just unbelievably unfun. And it takes a, a, a really strong offense um, offensive line and a really good group of running backs to make these offenses really fun. And it's also taking great defense. And we're going to talk about the defense here in a bit. Um, I think tech fans can expect the most challenge on that side of the ball. But before I dig a little bit deeper into that, let's go to Jack here. Jack, Wyoming's a run first offense. That's what we expect to see. It would be shocking not to see a like damn near 80% run pass share. Um, I, I don't imagine tech secondary will be tested, but the young linebacker core, you know, the defensive line I expect to do well, even against a veteran Wyoming group, but this linebacker core is relatively untested and they're about to go up against a rush attack. That's going to really come after them. It's going to be on them to stay in their lanes and make plays. What are you looking for to that matchup? How do you think they're going to fare? Well, to be honest with you, I think that it's going to be, a decent test. Like you both mentioned already, you know, it's, it's going to be a run heavy uh, game. Uh, that's not a, that's not some new development. This is a team that doesn't have a quarterback that can complete 60% of his passes. And he threw it all. He threw it less than 300 times last year. Um, we're not talking about some sort of, you know, magic, offense that is going to pull something out of the hat and just something they've been working on this past week behind closed doors. Uh, this defense should know what they're going to face. They've had, what are we nine months now to prep for this game? So they should know exactly what they're talking about and what they're going up against. I think that Wyoming really took a big hit, like we mentioned, with the injury to their RB1 in fall camp with the ACL injury. Um, but your question, as you mentioned, I'm looking for big games from a lot of rotating uh, rotating faces. I'm expecting a lot of people to get a lot of run here. Uh, expecting big games for people like Josiah Pierre, Jacob Rodriguez, um, Miles Cole, I think, 
I think you really get to see if you pull if you were to pull up that Red Raider death chart right now, I think you get some serious run even from people two to three deep on this death chart. Well, like Mike said, we'll get to the offense in a minute, but I think that with the way the offense plays, um, barring any total just meltdown, this should be a game where by maybe the third or fourth quarter, uh, you can really see what you have in terms of depth with this linebacking core. Um, I think you see Tyreek Matthews get some run. Uh, really excited to see what Bryce Ramirez is able to do. Um, Steve Linton, everyone is talking about the Syracuse transfer. Uh, so I'm super excited to see what he can bring to the field as well. And just how, uh, just how we're going to use these guys, uh, specifically, uh, in each situation. Like, like we mentioned, you know, this is a, this is going to be a run heavy game. So we don't really get to see a whole lot of that in the big 12 anymore. So I'm really kind of excited to see, the game plan and how uh, this defense looks as a whole. Yeah, we're, we're going to find out a good amount about this Texas tech team and mental toughness, I think is the name of the game for this week for the defense. You're going to have a team that's really going to try to push you around. And I think it's important for tech to, uh, uh, I think it's important for tech to really demonstrate that, Uh, in a hostile environment with a tough Wyoming football team. Look, the talent's not there in the backfield, both offensively and uh, uh, both quarterback and running back. But there's no doubt in my mind that they they can do at least uh, 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 on the offensive line really come down and hit you. So for Tech, I I want this to be a a game in which they – demonstrate the kind of toughness they're going to need to, to, to really compete in this league long term. Um, you know, you got Oregon next week, you got a tough Big 12 slate. You're up against a, a team you should dominate, but they're going to be coming at you. They're not going to back down from this challenge. It's going to be a loud environment. It's a game on the road uh, in a, I, I haven't seen officially that it's a sellout, but it should be just about a sellout depending what the students do. So it's all about toughness. And that starts with the defensive line, the linebackers, the secondary's biggest test is going to be coming down and run support. But we know those guys love to come down and hit. I'd be more worried if Wyoming threw the ball. I want to see how the secondary gels after losing uh, Pearson and trying to uh, take another step forward. Now, though, the matchup that Wyoming has perhaps the only favorability in is how good this defensive line is for Wyoming. It's it's the heart and soul of this team. They're going to live and die with it. Joe, let's talk about that defensive line unit for Wyoming. What is Tech going to look at? Tech's going to look at a whole lot of Mountain West players that are all recognized in the Mountain West as being the best of the best. Now, is that does that translate to what Big 12 football is and things like that? Obviously not, but you do also have a Boise State in the Mountain West and um, other teams in the Mountain West that, you know, are, are relatively okay. And you have three of the four big guys up front on their side – being recognized as, you know, the best at their position in the Mountain West. And for a Tech offensive line that's had its struggles last year and now cohesively putting everybody up front, you know, you finally get – we finally get to see Cole Spencer out there 
We finally get to see Dennis Wilburn in his natural position. We get a guy like Rusty Stats running our center position, and then you have Caleb Rogers and Monroe Mills on your tackle side of it. You kind of – this is what Tech wanted to put out on the field last year, but due to injuries and certain other circumstances, it wasn't – it wasn't – it wasn't to be, you know, so what we have is a stout offensive line on paper, and it looks to be one of the better offensive lines that Tech has had in some time going up against a veteran and hungry group of defensive linemen that are just, you know, wanting to go out there and show that they kind of belong. This is their bread and butter. This is their strongest position group on the team, and they hang their hat on it. So I expect a, a lot of, you know, stunts i expect some of these guys to you know bull rush i expect you know these guys to to come hit our offensive line in the face and in the mouth and see you know how we handle that you know we don't know because you know this is the first time we've seen this offensive line in a hole in a game so i'm really looking forward to it but like i said wyoming is going to send their best and they have some really good linebackers on the second level as well so I expect some of those guys to come fill up some of those holes as well. So throwing some some blitzes in there, potentially just trying to get Shuck off of off of his spot, you know, make him uncomfortable. Now I don't know if that will happen, but you know that's kind of their game plan on what they want to do. Um, but we'll see what they could do. But that is that's their bread and butter. If we win up front in the trenches, our offensive line versus their defensive line, I expect it to be a long evening in Laramie, Wyoming. I talked about this during our interview that you never want a team to be better than you at something definitively, but you do want to be challenged in these kind of games because it's important for the rest of the year. You should be Wyoming, whatever the hell they do, but you want to get pushed. You want to learn something about your team um, and you want to do it here where you are just better. I mean, it is just reality that you are just better. And I think that it's important for Tech to get punched in the mouth a bit against a very good defensive line. This is also, you've talked about it. We, we've had question marks about the offensive line the last few years. This year, by all accounts, we shouldn't have those same problems. Does that mean for certain that that's what's going to happen? We'll find out. This is going to be a real challenge for that group. And for a team like Wyoming that really wants to play ball control football, um, it's important for Tech to move the ball well and make sure that they don't allow that game plan to play out. Because if, if we get into Wyoming's game and they're starting to uh, they're starting to really just hold on to the ball and Tech is not and Tech isn't necessarily stumbling, but they're struggling every other possession, whatever pressure's getting home. This game can get very tight late just because you are not going to have many touches if Wyoming is controlling the ball offensively. And even if they're not, it's like playing a service academy. You're gonna run low on time, especially with the rule change this year with the clock running after first downs. Now, Jack. We're gonna, we've been talking a lot about Wyoming from that perspective, getting everybody ready for it. But let's talk about what Tech needs to do offensively now. Just start reframing this conversation a bit around the Red Raiders. Um, what do you want to see from Tyler Shuck in this game that proves to you he is QB1 going forward and he's set for a big year? Well, we all kind of talked about it and touched on how the Wyoming D-line is kind of the heart and soul of their team. I want to see Shuck go to battle and be able to progress through his reads if need to. 
Uh, I'd like to see Zach Kitley uh, get the tight ends a, a little more involved than last year. Uh, Mike, I know you and I talked until we were blue in the face uh, about it multiple times in post games last season about how the tight ends were underutilized. I think that a good performance for me, uh, I guess I'd like to see, well, obviously you'd like to see, you know, touchdowns on every single drive, but I think in this game, it's going to be more magnified on things like that because of the time concerns, like we mentioned, right? I think that, with Tyler Shuck being successful with what he does, progressing through the reads, making those audible or calling those audibles at the line, uh, you know, seeing what the defense is going to give him and changing up protections based on the blitz is shown, things like that. I think if he does all of this successfully into the skill that we know he can. I don't see why Tech doesn't score on almost every possession in this game because I think I don't think it's too far off to say that this. I feel confident in this offensive line, uh, probably all except for one position. Um, and and for just me personally, I just don't know how much I trust that right tackle position right now. Um, but the rest of it seems very stable, and so I think that a positive a positive game for Shuck would just be I don't necessarily look for a big padding the stats game. I think for me I'm looking for more of the fact that he can you know progress through his reads, change up protections, call audibles if need to and just be that general of the offense on the field that we know he can be and that we're looking for and that you look for in a QB1. Chuck has a lot to prove this season. You know, he's done a lot of winning um, for this program. I'm not going to pretend that those were all against great competition, but he had those last few games, Oklahoma and Ole Miss, were two of the better wins Tech has had. Let's just be honest here, outside of an upset here or there against Texas in a while. So that, that those were big wins for the program. Now, he has to show that he can, one, stay healthy, I don't want to blame players for injury concerns, but it is reality that um, if a player is not staying healthy, you know, we've got some issues. Um, And two, he has to prove that against a full slate of every top tier Big 12 team, this is an extremely competitive conference this year, that he can do it. And how can he start proving that against Wyoming? I think he could start doing it by really – by really just being in command. I think the number one complaint I've had about Shuck is it looks too much like on occasion that he's uh, uh, not trusting his arm. And as a result of that, balls are fluttery. They're, they're, they're underthrown or a better way to put it is they're aimed a bit too much. I think is how it's usually described where you can just tell somebody really is trying to dot the eye and the ball just floats on them. Um, I, I want to see none of that. I want to see the kind of decisive quarterback play we saw against Oklahoma and Ole Miss. We can show off the talent, show off what made him such an exciting prospect coming out of high school and what has kept him on NFL draft boards for the future. Uh, and that that's all you want to see from Shuck. Now, offensively, Texas Tech is going to be running against the defensive line led by Taj Brooks. We're going to we're gonna reverse the order here. 
Jack, we're going to go right back to you here in a sec. But Taj Brooks, is this is his first year as a feature back. For reference, I, I wrote an article about this. DeAndre Washington's the only back, I think, in the last 15 years who was over 1,000 yards. He's the only back for certain since 2015 who was over 1,000 yards. Nobody's even been close. In fact, the closest was about 780. Um, in fact, we've had quarterbacks uh, a lead rushing more than we've had a running back over 1,000. Jet Duffy was a leading rusher one year in Bears embarrassingly enough, but Brooks is going to command the vast majority of these touches. His first challenge is a very experienced defensive line group in Wyoming. Jack, we're talking about this run game, and, and this is also, I think, bleeds off of your tight ends. They're going to play a key role in how we attack Wyoming on the ground. What do you want to see from Taj Brooks? Just What, what kind of campaign are you hoping to see from him? What are you hoping to see from this ground game in general? How do you think Zach Kittley is going to approach this schematically, looking at a team that is built around his defense? I think in this game, personally, I'm looking for a good use of the play action. I think that in order to establish the run game with a decent to better than decent defensive line, I think you need to establish the pass. Um, you establish the pass, make them defend the pass, and then you can start opening up, and it starts to open up the ground game, right? Um, on a bigger scale, I, I'm looking for a decent season from Taj Brooks. Uh, in my opinion, he was – he's good enough to be a solo back at pretty much any big 12 program. Uh, I think in the conference, I'm, I can truly say that uh, maybe, maybe he might have like find struggles looking at time and maybe Texas behind, like if he were there behind B. John Robinson and Roshan Johnson, but, or maybe behind like Deuce Vaughn, but at K state, but I think that all those people have moved or I know all those people have moved on now. So, um, I truly think in Taj Brooks, you're talking about a guy that could be RB1 at any school in this conference. Um, with that being said, I don't know if I'm ready to say that I'm expecting a 1,000-yard season. Would I like to see it? Absolutely. I would. It would not hurt uh, to see the first 1,000-yard rusher since DeAndre Washington. Um, I think I can safely say now that we are, thank God, past the days where we're having to – say that quarterbacks are leading rushers on this team. Um, but I think that in all reality for me uh, as a whole, I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, somewhere in between 800 to maybe even a thousand yards. If he goes over that thousand yards, that's awesome. That means that the offense is clicking on all cylinders. Uh, we have the pass game working. We also have the run game working. And then you're starting to talk about a team that, is possibly in the 10 win, 10 to 11 win sphere. Uh, something that has not been seen in Lubbock in, you know, quite some time. So I think that the better that you see the run game uh, succeed, or the more you see the run game succeed, I don't think it's too far off to say that it could be the deciding factor in just how successful this team is during the regular season and how, uh, how far you can go in terms of possibly looking at a Big 12 championship berth at the end of the year. Um, again, all of this relies on that offensive line as well. So if the offensive line can stay healthy and can actually prove that they are improved from last year, 
I start to get excited about this kind of stuff. Uh, most of the time, I'm more looking at the pass game with the receivers and tight ends and everything. Um, but I think that it's not far off to say that this could be a very potent offense uh, with Taj Brooks leading the way on the ground. I've already said I think he does it. I just think that, you know, with everything going on in this program, it's so important that they uh, uh, establish the ground game. I think because, you know, Tech's offensive line has always, the last few years, and I expect this year to be somewhere, has always been pretty darn good at, at rush uh, rush blocking. It's been the pass blocking where they've struggled. I think with Brooks now demanding the vast majority of catches, touches, his his sheer talent, his versatility as a back, I, I think he does it. And if he does, by the way, this, this Texas Tech offense has the makings of a top five in the nation offense. And that, that's not me being a homer. You have a bunch of receivers that are on people's radars. You have Tyler Shuck, who's looking to take a, another step forward, already a, a, a above-average starter. And you have Taj Brooks, who's one of the better remaining running backs in the Big 12, all the departures this past year. Um, if you can bring it all together and add that run component and you add a Shuck who's in command in an offensive line that is able to protect him, there's very, very little you can't do. Does that mean it's going to happen? We'll start to see against Wyoming what it's actually going to look like. But if you're asking how hyped should I be about this offense, it, you should be very hyped. They're, they're going to be very good. Um, and I think Taj Brooks will have a big hand. And then I think Zach Kittley wants to get him more involved. Now, Joe, I'm going to go to you. We're going to give what is your one big key to this game? What do you if the Red Raiders are going to win this football game? What is the one thing they have to do? That's uh, it's fairly simple. I mean, just consistency and, and just not shooting yourself in the foot, you know, that kind of all falls, you know, along with the fundamentals of, of sports, you know, don't, don't hurt yourself to do whatever you need to do, limit turnovers, limit penalties, you know, don't, don't do anything that's going to hurt the team in a whole, you know, and it, it's, it seems so, so easy to do at certain times of football games and things like that. But sometimes, you know, tech in the past has had trouble with penalties. Tech has had trouble with turning, turning the ball over, you know, things like that where, you know, we were, we would get a stop, but we would, you know, shoot ourselves in the foot with a penalty and, or, you know, something silly, you know, and I, I think this, this game is going to be fairly vanilla, I guess on, as I would call on the play play calling side of what, um, Kitley's going to be doing just, you know, to save tape from or showing too much with Oregon because that's, you know, that's kind of how Tech should be feeling about this game. But I think the the main key to the games for me personally are just, you know, the, the first things you kind of learn, the fundamentals, you know, don't shoot yourself in the foot, be consistent, you know, do your job and just move forward. I don't think it really needs to be any more than that. I don't think Shuck needs to throw for 522 yards for Tech to secure a win. I don't think Taj Brooks needs to run for 205 and four touchdowns for Tech to win this game. All Tech needs to do is move the ball at the pace they like to move the ball, put the ball in the end zone, play sound defense, keep the guys in front of you, don't shoot yourself in the foot, and I think you come out of Wyoming with a huge win. Our expert was talking a lot about um, that he felt like this game was going to be a lot more competitive than most people felt. 
I am not of that opinion. I, I just, I'm not of that opinion at all. I think that, um, I think that Texas Tech is a better football team by such a wide margin, and the strengths of Wyoming line up so poorly for them. You know, like if you were going to ask me, what is the one position group you want to have? Uh, the, the one strength of your team you really want to have against Texas Tech, I wouldn't say the defensive line because, you know, the ability to pressure the quarterback is important, but we're talking about a Texas Tech offensive line that should, you know, knock on all the wood in the world, be pretty damn good. And not only that, you, for a team like Wyoming, being your one matchup is the DL, you know, you're, you're not going to be able to run the ball very effectively. You can't cover these receivers. You don't have the size. Your quarterback's awful. You don't have the horses to run if you do have to open it up. They can't stay in games if it's close. So all Tech has to do, my key to the game, score on your first three possessions. You do that, you win this game easily. Because the first thing that's going to happen when you score three possessions is this game's over. Wyoming will not be able to match you touchdown for touchdown. They will not be able to mount a comeback. They do not have the horses to run with you. You have to start fast, though. If you let these guys hang around, if you let them fuck around with ball control, if you let them fuck around on defense with getting pressure to shut, and you can't move the ball, if you're struggling because of the elevation, the fans, the the whole newness of the season, whatever is slowing you down in this one, they're going to put the fear of God into you. They have nothing to lose. And if we get to the fourth quarter and this one's a tight one, there is a very good chance Tech will lose this football game. You cannot let a team like this hang around. They're old. They're experienced. They have nothing to lose. Absolutely nothing. And while they match up, I don't think well at all against Tech. You know, I think Tech is better in every facet of this game. If you let this team hang around, they will find a way to beat you. That will happen. If we get to the fourth quarter and this is a one-score game or a 10-point game, I'm going to be very nervous because the team that plays loosest in those scenarios usually wins, and Tech has a lot more reason to play tight. Now, I expect the staff to have these guys ready. I expect the staff to have these guys rearing to go and not overlooking this opponent or looking to Oregon. I expect Tech to come out fast, jump up 21-0, and really run away with this game from there. By the way, I have a prop bet on this game for our Fans First Sports Network college football betting podcast which will be dropping tomorrow morning um, we're recording this as a thursday it'll be out friday morning and the by the way podcast name fortune favors the fans my prop bet is over uh six total team tds for both teams that's basically because i expect tech to score at least 42 points and i think wyoming will get a garbage time touchdown i am confident in this game but it's all going to be defined in that first and second quarter you have got to take the ball run away and fucking hide do not let this team think they can beat you because if that starts to happen you're going to find out how why teams hate this ball control crap that the, the, the military academies do so much it is a brutally awful brand of football to play when it's working when you're struggling it's frustrating it's hard nose and you cannot let them hang around if you do that i have no concerns at all I mean, really, if you score on your first two, you feel pretty good. But if you jump up to 21 on this team, it's game over. We're all going to have a nice, quiet Saturday evening. Now, Jack, what's your key to the game? What does Tech need to do to avoid getting tripped up in Laramie? I think for me, it focuses on the O-line. Um, I think the matchup that I'm circling the most, and it's going to be at that right tackle position. Um, I... I don't like to single people out, um, but 
in, in this case, you know, I'm kind of going to go with it. Um, what I saw from Caleb Rogers last year was piss poor. Um, so just a bad year. We'll call it that a um, couple bad games here and there. Um, so much so that they, you know, moved him to right tackle. I jokingly said, as soon as we found that out that, well, at least the quarterback's going to be able to see this time before he gets sacked. So, um, you know, prove me wrong. I, I would love to eat crow on this. And, you know, if Caleb Rogers goes out there and is the most dominant offensive lineman, uh, on Saturday night, I would love to do it. And I'll be the first one to jump back here next week and give him all the props in the world. But until that happens, that's the matchup I'm looking at. Um, I, I do like what you said about scoring on the first three possessions. I think that if you jump out early, it's just exactly what you said. They don't have the juice to get back in it. Um, their brand of ball is ball control and milking clock. And that doesn't do anyone any good when they're trying to come back. So um, their quarterback can't throw it. Um, their running back worked at KFC. Uh, again, no, no dog, not dogging on anyone's, you know, personal situations, just saying it's the, it's the fact of the matter. Um, and so this is looking at this game. I just, if tech plays the way they should, and with all the hype around this team, I don't see why tech's not winning, not just scoring 42 points. I don't see why tech's not winning this game by 35 to 42 points. Um, you know, I just, I just am, I'm worried about that right side of the offensive line more on the end than uh, at guard on, I'm more worried about tackle than the guard, but, um, I think that's a key position really not just in this game, but for all season. Um, also please dear God hear Mike and I's argument to get the tight ends involved. We have the best tight end room in the country. I've said it. I'll keep saying it. Please utilize the tight ends. I think if you get a healthy uh, dose of not just Jaron Bradley and Loic Fungi and JJ Sparkman, but you also get in, you know, Baylor Cup and Mason Tharp, uh, you know, we have, we're in business. You got, you could have five guys on the field at a single time that are over the, over six foot four and can run and can catch. Uh, it's just a matchup nightmare for almost for pretty much anyone, not just Wyoming, but um, that's what I'm looking for. And that's my keys. All right. Now we're just going to give straight predictions. We talked about this pre-show, but I, I, I just don't want, um, I don't want to spend a tremendous amount of time talking about Wyoming because not because I don't think tech can get beat. You know, if you've been a tech fan long enough, you know, they could screw up anything. But my point is, is that I, I think that, you know, we know the least about Wyoming. I'm not going to pretend that we're amazing experts on Wyoming. I'm not going to sit here and try to lie to you guys and tell you that I really think that, you know, tech could screw this one up. I, I, I want to keep it to this kind of analysis just to demonstrate our confidence level. You know, the original founding premise of this podcast is kind of was being homers. Um, I think that it, maybe we are being homers there by here by completely disregarding Wyoming, but you know, I, I just can't I can't be bothered to spend more time entertaining the idea that Texas Tech will lose 
lose this football game. I'd just be so ungodly upset if it happened. I won't even seriously contend with it. And that's why I'm going to take my pick right now. I think Tech wins this game 49-10. I think Wyoming hits a couple garbage time drives when the four strings in. But I think Tech runs away with this one. I, I just You're talking about a Wyoming team that's just not very good compared to what Texas Tech is. This team was picked sixth to uh, finish in the Mountain West. That might have been a little bit of an, an insult for them. You know, they've got some guys on this team who are on the first team. But when you're talking about a run first team and you're talking about a kid who was at a JUCO, and I, I don't mean any offense. We, we talked to Ryan about this. He mentioned, you know, that's a program that they were running out a lot of different guys, trying to give a lot of people an opportunity, yada, yada. I understand all of that. Um, but he did put up very impressive stats at the Juco level and he's supposed to be able to run against Texas tech. It's just not going to happen. Tech wins this game easily. We all have a nice quiet night. We get ready for Oregon. Um, Joe, what are your thoughts? I'm right there, right along the same lines. I'm actually 56 to seven. Um, something happens in the secondary on like a play action or something that they get a big play and then they ultimately finish that off. But that's, you know, later in the game when, you know, Tech's already, you know, kind of done their business. Uh, with all due respect and everything that we heard from Ryan yesterday with their veteran offensive line and a deep defensive line and linebacking core that can get to the quarterback and just cause problems. I just think that we have everybody and every tool in our arsenal to, you know, catch everything that they throw at us, you know? So I think they start rushing us and I start seeing, you know, some quick outs to the running backs and the flats, you know, opening that stuff, play action, you know, our offensive line holds up. We actually do get our tight ends involved. You know, it's just a matchup nightmare across the board and it that's all it's going to be. And as long as tech handles their stuff in the trenches, which I believe they'll do, I don't, I don't see there any reason to think that we're not, walking out of there a 35-point-plus beatdown on Wyoming. Jack, last but certainly not least, what are your thoughts on this? I, just like you, can't be bothered with this. Um, I think that if you're in a tough game or a tight game at the end, even if you pull it out, um, we're going to have to start having some bigger conversations about the hype around this team and about how a lot of it was unwarranted. Um, so I don't think that happens here. I actually had 56 to 10. So um, I, I expect, uh, I think that we actually might see Baron Morton at the end of this one. Uh, so it's very possible that they might pull Shuck uh, if they get far enough ahead. I'm hoping that if they do get far enough ahead, that happens. Um, I'm looking for a lot of people to get some playing time in this one. I think Tech's probably up, you know, possibly 35 to three at half. Um, and then, you know, just kind of puts it on cruise control after half. But I got 56 to 10. Um, we shouldn't settle for anything less. And if we do... Uh, you know, like I said, if we're in a tight one at the end, we might have some bigger issues on our hands. There you have it, folks. We are all extremely confident. Is this going to prove to be hubris? Is the hype going to be warranted or unwarranted? We're going to find out this week. We're going to start to learn a lot about this football team. Um, 
Now, I think that there is a lot to say about the importance of proving yourself in this game. And I don't want to undersell how important this is from a learning perspective for the team, not just us as fans. Okay, we're yet to see what our guys are actually like. But for the team, it's important to go on the road in this opening week and see what you got. Um, I, I am extremely excited for this season. I do not think this will be the game that spoils it for us. And I think we are all going to be rallying up after the game for our postgame show and for the future that next week leading into Oregon, talking about a massive game with Oregon, a lot of excitement, yada, 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 all that fun stuff. And I really think that we're all going to have a great year together. And I, I, I just, I don't want to picture a world where this is, is where the hype gets spoiled. So we're really not going to um, enjoy the rest of your week. This will be posting up tomorrow as Friday. So enjoy the last little bit of no Texas tech football. We're right there, folks. You finally made it. Congratulations. Wreck them and enjoy the game.